I have got some ghost stories for you. I feel something crawl into the bed with me and it starts to spoon me. There was a time where I would be in bed falling asleep and I would hear my name being called. Different voices call my name. Poof, the person disappeared right in front of our eyes. And we were both like, did you see that? There was this figure of a woman. Her skin was bluish and her hands were clawed and her mouth was wide open. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fist. And I'm Rebecca Black. So coming up, this is the second to the last episode of the season. So we have tons of updates. We're going to hear back from Sylvia, who had the potential squatter last week. yes. Yes. And from Nikki, whose cat's face morphed while she and her friend were looking at him. Uh, We've also got an update from Amy. She's the one who found her name written on the glass Mm -hmm. of her wood stove. Okay. You're not going to believe what happened to her. Cannot wait. Okay. But first, please remember, go check out the Haunted AF merch page. We got some super cute gear. Actually, Julie just put up. They're like Stanley lookalike Yes, cups. the travel mugs. Yes, they're so cute. They got a handle and a straw and like, I'm going to have to have one. I already know. Well, good, because I ordered one for you. <laughs> Thank you. You like read my mind. And the only problem is they're hand wash only. Boo. I know. I saw Boo. that. I was like, I don't buy anything that's hand wash I don't only. Either, but, but I bought those. Yeah, Whatever. I mean, it's worth it, I guess. Please like and subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all the places. Just go and find us. And and of course, we always need your story. So please send those to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. So we're going to start this week with a guest. Yay! We've got Alan Storer here with us. Alan is the one who is doing our Haunted AF Lego videos. They're amazing. I can't tell you how happy they make both of us, Alan. So thank Thank you. Thank you. Very glad to hear it. Today, in fact, Alan sent a little still image of the werewolf with the kitten. Which is freaking adorable. (laughs) Julie sent it to me at work and I was like, oh my God, I'm dead. It's so cute. There have been so many times that you will send something and I open it and I'll be in my car, in the grocery store, something, and I'll just scream (laughs) because I get so excited about these. Okay, so... First of all, how did you get started doing the Lego animation? I think it's the same as most things over the last couple of years um, during lockdown. So I'm a primary school teacher and we went to teaching over Zoom or Microsoft Teams and it gave me a lot more free time. I'd had a student teacher a a year or two previously who'd bought me a little Lego Obi-Wan Kenobi as a thank you. So I spent sort of five, 10 minutes learning how to animate him mm-hmm. and it kind of snowballed. And yes, now my dining room has become the studio, much to uh, much to my wife's um, disappointment. I mean, <laughs> she's, she's, she's thoroughly, thoroughly supportive, of course. I'm like, how often does she yell at you because she's stepping on Legos? I, she tends not to come in until I um, <laughs> clear it every now and again. <laughs> That's fantastic. I I didn't inherit the tidy gene, it has to be said. So what's the coolest thing you've animated so far? Well, apart from you guys, obviously. Obviously. Oh, obviously, yeah. I did the first three original Star Wars trailers, shot for shot. Wow. They were quite cool, but my favourite one, a friend of mine who liked what I did, they were due to have one of their wedding anniversaries during lockdown, and I sort of had a message from her going, could you do us something for our anniversary? Oh my gosh. Could you do a wedding-themed one? She sent me a few photos from the day, and I ended up recreating the entire day. That's amazing. (laughs) 
That is amazing. It was, it was really sweet. Apparently, um, big burly guy was reduced to tears on, oh. the, on the anniversary morning. I thought, yes, done it. But yeah. yeah, they both absolutely loved it. So that was that was pretty cool. How did we find each other? When I decided I was going to move on from copying other people's stuff to doing my own, I always loved ghost stories, and I've been listening to quite a few of the podcasts. You guys came up, real love ghost stories, the Emma. uncanny, mm-hmm. and Danny Robbins's stuff. I kept thinking, do you know what? Rebecca and Julie probably love these. So I, I seem to remember I yeah. tagged you in a couple of the little tweets or the Instagram posts, and you're like, yeah, this is cool. And I kept thinking, well, I keep raiding these podcasts for inspiration for bits of stories. I could probably do some of these. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but didn't want to do them without your blessing. So when you sort of dropped one of the comments, could you do ours? I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm curious, how long does it take you from start to finish? Once I'd got all the pieces together and and the sets built, I can animate them fairly quickly. The Star Wars ones took about a month because obviously I work around my full-time job. Right. Yeah. I've been on holiday for the last couple of weeks, so I could finish off the last one quite quickly. And I've got the sets mostly built for the next one, which we've kind of been teasing through the various through the various socials. So Um, excited. Well, I just wanted to have you on to let everybody meet you and just to let you know how thankful and grateful Mm -hmm. we are for this because it's so much fun. And Lord knows we all aren't paying you. So if there's anything (laughs) we can do for you, maybe you should start charging people for your craft. Hush your mouth, woman. What? I'm not us. After us. Not after us. us. Once you're done with (laughs) our episode, you can just do random Joe blow people yes like the anniversary yeah, thing like yeah. you should get paid for that because you're i'm serious you are so talented well alan thank you so much keep in touch of course thanks for having me okay you know what he should be doing what to make a lot of money what lego porn no <laughs> oh my god is that horrible uh yes can you is. imagine lego's just like <laughs> girl okay Last week? Yeah. <laughs> Remember when we had the story about the woman we couldn't tell if she was wearing pants or not? Yes. So I thought it would How be could I forget that? really funny to do some sort of a naked Lego butt with Hilarious. that. Hilarious. Yes. So I Googled naked Lego butt. Well, well, of course. Girl, you wouldn't believe what showed. I mean, it was bad. I deleted it immediately. Like bad as in? As in Lego porn. No. Yes. What? It already exists? It already exists and it's horrible. Yeah, y'all don't. Wow. It's it's one of those things you can't unsee. I do kind of want to Google I, it though. I, I know. Everybody's <laughs> going to. Immediately, everybody's on their phone right now Googling it. I'm just, I'm telling you, don't. You're, you'll regret it. You're going to. Wait, hold on. Are there like little tiny Lego peepees? No, I didn't see that. I okay, didn't, thank goodness. I didn't dig too deep. I just saw the the facial expressions. <laughs> I was like, "That's all I need." No, I don't. Let go. <laughs> yes, the positions. <laughs> don't do it. I'm telling you, you're gonna hate yourself. So uh, bad. All right. So here are some follow ups. This is what Nikki said about her cat's face from episode ten last week. If you haven't listened yet, Nikki and her roommate were experiencing things in their home, but the weirdest part was when their cat's face like shifted mm. inexplicably. Uh, they both witnessed it and ran out of the house, found a cop who would come in and check things out for them. He found nothing. So Nikki said, Jinxie's face kind of morphed into like this grayish face of a man. But it was also like it was melting and constantly.
constantly moving and morphing. So I don't think I'd be able to draw a picture of it because we were asking her to please. Like constantly moving? That means like all the features I feel like we're like moving shifting. around. Yes, like yeah. a shapeshifter. That's Ew. messed up. Uh, she also says, I was young and dumb, so I never even considered what that cop was going to think was happening. But you're probably right. <laughs> yeah, because we thought that the cop was like, yeah, I'll come back to your sure, house. Hey. You're right. Uh, and she said, we very quickly shoot him away once everything was back to normal. <laughs> you shoot him yeah. away. Shoot. Okay, bye-bye, shoot. Bye-bye. Thank you. Our cat's just possessed. That's yeah, all. Right. Uh, we actually also got an update from Amy, and you might remember the story um, about her haunted wood stove. That's right. It had her name written yeah, on it. Yeah, okay. that was so cool. I loved that picture so much. Well, recently, she says, I had a ghost balloon incident in my house. I know. What? We've had ghost balloon stories before, haven't oh, wait. we? We haven't had one like this. But we, ha okay. I was sitting in my office at my computer when I noticed movement out of the corner of my eye. I went into the living room where I shit you not, I saw this kind of faded white balloon floating by the ceiling. It had a string hanging from it and everything. It should have given me the Pennywise vibes, but it didn't because it wasn't red. It didn't really have any color at all. It was like a faded black and white picture of a balloon, transparent and completely silent, even though it was bouncing off the ceiling. It was moving like a totally non-paranormal helium balloon that was getting moved around by a fan or a breeze, but it was very clearly some kind of apparition. I couldn't believe what I was seeing, but I wasn't scared. I just watched it bob along the ceiling, trying to keep an eye on it while I went to my desk to grab my phone. I wanted to take a picture, but before I could, it drifted up the stairs. <sighs> don't go after it. <laughs> don't go after it. I chased after it, but when I flipped on the stair lights, it had vanished. I had a little chat with the dog since she was the only one home at the time, but she didn't <laughs> seem to notice or care at all that I was a little freaked out. We haven't had balloons in our house in months, and even when we did, they weren't helium balloons. Have you seen the price of helium lately? This must be a wealthy ghost in my house. <laughs> I love that. I haven't had any experiences in my house in a while. It was built in 1745, though, so I guess it was time for something ridiculous to happen. You ladies are awesome. Keep laughing and screaming your way to podcast fame, Amy. Oh, thank you, sweet. Amy. So Ooh, the balloon. I want to see this one in Lego. God, this would be a good Lego it would story, be wouldn't so it? So good. All right, so oh. here's our update from Sylvia. Y'all just need to, if you haven't, you got to go back and listen to the episode. Last episode was it eleven? Yeah, episode eleven. I believe so. Uh, eleven, because today's twelve. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. So the one before this one, because the attic door at Sylvia's house or condo at her daughter's condo mm -hmm. kept going up and down, opening and closing by itself, even right. though no one was there. And they couldn't tell if there was a squatter or a ghost. So Sylvia says, I just got back from the condo and had a friend go up into the attic. He went way back and took a ton of pictures. Okay. He found an access <gasps> point that goes to the other condos and thinks someone may have come in that way no. because the insulation was pushed aside. Shut yeah. Uh, In other words, they can travel from one condo to another if they wanted. Oh, and the police arrested a homeless man that got into one of the condos two weeks ago, so it's not impossible. I had a locksmith come over and change all of the locks, and we screwed in a bar across the attic door so no one can get in. We hope. This could be the end of the mystery. And here's an update. She says, I had a security guy come over yesterday. No one, I mean, no ghost or squatter is getting through this attic. But whoever or whatever came in for a visit, it sure would have been nice if they had wiped up their dirty fingerprints and scuff marks. There are disgusting fingerprints on this damn attic door. What is happening? I know, y'all. Okay, go to episode 12, season, is this nine or 10? 
<laughs> it's season nine. I was like nine. Yes. 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 Go to hauntedaf.com, go to the companion blog, and we will post the picture of those nasty finger marks. Cause it's like, oh, this what? is an unbelievable story. <laughs> I I w- that is the update. I was not expecting. I know me neither. Oh. oh, you might have to move. And I mean, think about it. Her daughter's been out of town. What do you do when you come back home? I, who knows? I just stay with my mom. Right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. I'd be moving in mom. Sorry. <laughs> We're besties now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our next story comes from Denny. Hi, girls. Love your podcast. My story happened many years ago when I was living in an old 1885 farmhouse. My wife and I had lived there for about a year, and nothing strange happened until I bought a haunted couch. God oh, bless you, sir. Wait, no, wait. This is creepy. All right. See, my brother's girlfriend had recently lost her brother in a fire. He'd come home wasted from a bar and fell asleep with a lit cigarette. He was a friend of mine, too, and it was all very sad. His sleeper sofa survived the fire, but it wouldn't fit in his sister's apartment, so she sold it to me for 100 bucks. I was very much a night owl, so my wife would take the baby to bed and I would stay up late watching television. Not long after moving the sofa in, though, I was startled by the entire house shaking at 2 a.m. I went outside to see what had happened, but there was nothing. It felt like an earthquake. All the windows rattled, but it only lasted a second. I just chalked it up as weird, but the next night, again, at 2 a.m., boom, the whole house shook again. I investigated again, but found nothing that could cause the shaking. This is a very rural area, right in the middle of four cornfields. Yeah, I'd say that's rural. Yeah. The next night at 1.55 a.m., I went outside on the porch to see if something was going on at 2 a.m. to cause this, but nothing happened. I went back to my routine, and a couple of nights later, it happened again. Now, I was starting to get strange vibes about the whole thing and decided to start going to bed at 1.55. This worked for a bit, but then one night at 1.55, I got up from the sofa, turned off the TV, and I started upstairs when the TV turned back on. I went back to the sofa and turned the TV off again, then made it about two steps when I heard the TV turn back on. I picked up the remote, turned the TV off a third time, then ran upstairs as fast (laughs) as I could. Hell yeah. Yeah. I got rid of the sofa and never had a shaking house again. Not nearly as scary as many of the stories, but it sure freaked me out. Feel free to share this or hey, better yet, call me. I would love to talk to the two best podcasters that ever lived. Denny. Denny. Oh my goodness. That ever lived. That ever lived. Denny. We might have to call you just a flirt. I love it. And uh, so this final story comes from Sarah. I just finished listening to episode 10 season 9 on Spotify and felt it was time to share my story. I rented my first apartment in Eden Prairie, Minnesota back in 2014 and I rented the second bedroom out to my friend Brittany. When we first moved in, we didn't feel anything out of the ordinary. After a month or two though, I started noticing little noises in the kitchen, especially when I was home alone. They were just these little ticks, like a fork shifting in the sink mm. or a chip bag crackle, maybe a little flick on the cabinets. I could never pinpoint what the sound was and didn't think much of it. Then my dog reacted to one of the sounds. So he was on the couch with me and growled in the direction of the kitchen. The sounds began to escalate. So I said in a teasing manner, go get it. He got excited and ran straight to the kitchen, barking and wagging his tail. One of the noises happened again, though, and Thor, my dog, stopped instantly and ran back to me with his tail tucked beneath him. Now, this upset me. Whatever this was was intimidating my dog and trying to intimidate me. So I said, how dare you? Leave my dog alone. I felt crazy, but everything stopped and Thor was calm again, so I went on with my day. 
I told my roommate about it later and asked if she ever noticed these same sounds. I was surprised when she said no, but she confessed to seeing shadows in the hallway ever since we had moved in. No yeah. sounds, but shadows? But Come shadows. on, Rooney. I know. Tell, you got to tell your other people that. Well, she said that she didn't want to scare me, so she never brought it up. <laughs> she also said she couldn't sleep with her bedroom door open because she felt like something was staring at Ew. her from the hallway. Yeah. So it was quiet for a few months. Well, I still hear the noises, but I ignored them. Then one night I had a crazy dream that I'm not really sure was a dream. In this dream, I was laying on my back in bed and I started to feel my chest rise up. So my head and arms and legs were still on the bed, but something was pulling me towards my ceiling. I was like a few inches off the mattress when I started trying to scream, but nothing came out. I couldn't move or speak. But when I said, dear God, help me in my head, I instantly fell back on the bed. Next thing I knew, Thor was waking me up with his little huffs for his morning walk. So I told my roommate about my dream or whatever it was, and she said she had also woken up recently and been unable to move. She couldn't move her arms or roll over, so she just went back to sleep. Woke up in the morning and everything was fine, so she just blamed it on exhaustion from working late. So they're both having like sleep paralysis. Not long after all of this, I lost my job and I was home with Thor 24-7 binge watching Game of Thrones. That's, yeah. that's nice. Uh, I started to hear the noises in the kitchen again, but there were more than usual. Thor started reacting to them as well. So I said out loud, leave me the f*** alone and quit scaring my dog. The noises continued. So I paused my show and just sat there listening to them. Tick, tick, tick. I was getting angry at this point, not scared. So I said to Thor, go get it. He ran into the kitchen, barking aggressively, then yelped and ran back to me. Now I'm pissed. More ticks and noises happen. So like an idiot, I said, oh, is that all you can do? A few seconds passed, and I heard this heavy sliding sound, then one big thud in the kitchen. Thor ran into the corner of the living room, like as far away from the kitchen as he could get. I jumped up yelling, oh, hell no. Get the (laughs) fuck out. This is my home. Yeah, right. I went into the kitchen to figure out what the sound was and instantly felt cold. I was right in front of my knife block. So I started lifting the knives up and dropping them back into the block, trying to replicate the sound. It wasn't until I pulled the biggest knife and dropped it back in that I realized that was the thud I had heard. (laughs) I yelled, oh my God, I just got chills. So I. Oh <laughs> I, yelled, I yelled, fuck you, you piece of shit. Get the fuck out of my home. And then I sat down on the floor with Thor, took a deep breath, and I started praying for protection. I also put the black and knives in a cabinet. No, fuck that. I'm it. locking those bad boys up yeah, or we're throwing them away. Right. They're out by the dumpster yeah. at this point. After that day, we never heard or felt much of anything in that apartment, but we moved out when our lease was up anyway. By the way, as I type this and read it out loud again in my new home, I'm hearing those same noises in my kitchen no, again. No, you are not. They've never occurred here before. Damn it. I'm going to have to sage this place yes, too. I'll keep you posted if anything new happens. Thanks, ladies. Love you both. And that is from Sarah. Sarah. Oh, geez. Oh, please tell me you don't have those knives anymore. Please tell me you don't have that yeah, knife I block. I mean, if you do, you absolutely have to get rid of them now. Okay. And she sent some pictures of Thor. She still has Thor. He's like oh, 14 years oh, old now. Thor. Yes. Sweet baby. So she sends this picture of like sweet, happy dog. And yeah. then she was like, I used to take pictures of him, though. Like, he would stare at her from the bedroom door when she lived in the creepy apartment. Right. And she's like, I took pictures of him because he looked so scared, you know? Poor baby. So she sent those pictures. And the difference between Happy Dog and the way he looks staring in the door, oh, damn. it's like creepy. So, yeah, we're going to post those with the companion blog, guys. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind something was going on. Because I always feel like animals and kids can see more than we can. Right. And when a dog yelps and then runs off, something bad. 
that is happening. Yeah. See, if it's a cat, you know he's about to take a big poop. But with a dog... Speaking of which, please don't forget, leave us a nice review, not a hateful one. Yeah. Nice review. We have to be clear on that. Five star, nice. (laughs) The end. You can also follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Oh, yeah. YouTube, everywhere. Everywhere. And make sure you go and check out Melissa's video, the one about the wine glass. It's so great. We just posted that. Y'all have to see it. Love it so much. And if possible, please become a patron at patreon.com slash haunted AF. Yeah. Speaking of which, you got to say big love to everybody who has become a patron and subscribed because we got a bunch. Kim Durkin, Christopher Woodside, James Aiello, Stacey Vernon, Teresa Boren, Lorelai Waraka, Kim Marinucci, Sierra Trujillo, Maria Solis, Alejandro Del Castillo, Lindsay Weinecke, Katie Ellison, Sandy Deal, Heather Joseph, Joe Mira, Lisa McPhillamy, and Colleen Colton. And then also big love to Jen Boyack, Barbara Thorne, Cassie Morrissey, Catherine Green, and Peggy Sue Westfall for becoming annual patrons. And y'all, this is what's going to help us keep the podcast alive. I can't emphasize that enough and again this is the perfect time to join because we're going to take may off that'll give you a full month to catch up on all of the episodes that are over there on patreon and then we're going to start up again in june with new stories so that means we have one week left for season nine it's time to send those stories to us just write them down record them audio or video just get that stuff to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com so we can use them on the final season nine episode of haunted af and don't forget to subscribe to Haunted AF on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website, hauntedaf.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew Mamalika and Travis Vance for the Haunted AF theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF Patreon supporters. Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I at first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. 